return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. I'm going to talk about living a supernatural life. Amen. And, and something that God's really put on my heart um, just over the last week or so. Um, you know, and, and a lot of times, you know, I'll listen to other speakers and uh, they'll say something. I'm like, ooh, that's really good. And I'll write it down in like the margin of my notes. And I'll say, I want to use that for a sermon. It might, might have nothing to do with what they were talking about that night, but God put something on my heart. And, uh, and Pastor David was last week, said something about um, putting, uh, inviting the supernatural into your natural. And I thought, wow, praise the Lord. That is so good. And so... Uh, first off, there's a natural realm that we live in, and there's a, there's a supernatural realm, a spiritual realm. Amen? And, and the natural realm is what we can see and what we can taste, what we can touch and feel, um, and what we can hear. And we, we live in the natural realm. We need the natural realm, right? But there's also the supernatural realm. And, and, and the word supernatural in the dictionary, um, it says... That it's a manifestation or event attributed to some force beyond scientific understanding or the laws of nature. And I thought, praise the Lord. And I thought, I'm going to change it a little bit. I'm going to just say, the supernatural is God showing up in your life on his terms. Amen? Because anything that's out of the natural that's, that's happening for you that's good is a God. Amen? He wants to do supernatural things in your life. He wants to do supernatural things in your finances. Amen? He wants to do supernatural things in your family. Hallelujah. And so this, this, this description of, um, of being uh, beyond the laws of nature, that's what supernatural is. It's above and beyond what the natural can offer. Amen? I've said this before. You know, in the Old Testament, everything was external. There's external sacrifices. God looked at the external, the external sacrifices and different things. And it was just the law. I mean, he looked at the heart, but the law was all external. In the New Testament, we bring it into the internal, amen, where our heart is for the Lord. And we do things for the Lord because we want to, not just because we have to. And we're ambassadors for Jesus in the spiritual, not just in the natural. We want to be able to discern what is true in the spiritual realm and what is true in the natural realm. Because two things can be uh, true at once. It's, it, it can be true that you have symptoms, you have a runny nose or a, a sore throat, or things in the natural. That can be true, but it's also true that the Bible says that by his stripes we were healed. Amen. So there's this truth in the natural, but yeah, that's true, but the supernatural trumps and supersedes the natural laws. Amen. Just like it says, it's beyond the understanding of the natural or the laws of nature. So there's this, there's this supernatural realm, and there's rules in both. Amen. But the supernatural rules trump the natural rules. So if I have symptoms of the flu in the natural, again, the symptoms are true, they're right, but the supernatural says, I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. It's also, there's also a truth about my situation. The natural might say I'm poor, but the supernatural says I'm rich. Amen? Um, the, the natural might say 
that I'm beneath, but the supernatural says that I'm above only. Amen. The natural might say you're in need, but the supernatural said God supplies all of my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Amen. So really, it really comes down to what, what realm are you going to believe? What realm are you going to operate in? Amen. Because we can, amen, supernatural. Oh, I'm done. We don't need to do this. No, I'm we want to operate in the supernatural realm, right? We have this natural realm that um, we, we do things, and, and yeah, there's things that we need to do in the, in the natural that, um, just, that we just need to do. You know, we, food, we need to eat food, okay? God has given us food in the natural that we can eat and sustain ourselves. But remember uh, with the woman at the, um, the well, when he said, I have, when he said, Master, we, you need to eat something. And he said, I have food that you don't even know about. And what is that? That's the supernatural realm. That's the supernatural food that even, the natural food is important, but the supernatural food is even more important. Amen? The supernatural food is like the air that we breathe. We just, we need it. If we don't have it, we atrophy. Like Pastor has always talked about, we spiritually atrophy if we don't have our spiritual food, if we don't have our, our daily bread. Amen? The river of life flowing through us. So we have a spirit, we have a flesh. And when we're Christians, we also have the Holy Spirit. Okay, so we're, we're, we're talking about the natural. We have our flesh. I'm here in the flesh, right? You can see me. And then we have the spirit inside of us, our spirit. And then we have the Holy Spirit who identifies with our spirit that we are in fact children of God. Amen. So there's this natural realm and then... All around us is a spiritual realm. And we can't see the spiritual realm unless the Lord reveals it to us. There's been times, Pastor Dave has a picture in his office of an angel at a meeting that they were at, India. That's a, that's a supernatural thing happening in the natural. Amen. A supernatural event taking over the natural event. Amen. And so we have these, uh, these realms and, uh, and the Holy Spirit doesn't replace our spirit, but works together with our spirit. So when we feed our spirit, we're feeding the Holy Spirit, we start to live a supernatural life. If we feed our flesh, we're going to have this mundane natural life. If we only give in to our natural desires and our fleshly desires, we're going to live, it might, be, it might be okay, but it's just going to be natural. Just, that's all it's going to be. If we live by the Spirit... And we feed our spirit, we're going to have this supernatural, this above and beyond the natural life. And you think about even situations that you face and, and you have joy and, or you have peace. And somebody, if somebody asks, how can you have peace in a situation like this? You can say, because I live in the supernatural realm. Because I, I have food that you don't know about. <laughs> I have supernatural food that you don't know about. Amen. And so we feed our spirit, we live a supernatural life. We look at our circumstances through a spiritual lens. Amen? But as soon as we feed our flesh more than our spirit, we utilize the natural lens to look at our situation. Okay? So, again, you might, you might be in a, in a situation financially, a dire situation, that in the natural it looks like it's, this isn't going to improve. I, I don't know what I'm going to do um, for my next meal. I don't have enough money for my next meal. We, when Angela and I first got married... We had three kids and not a lot of money. And so there were times where it was like, Lord, how are we going to get through this month? We just don't know. And, uh, but as we just relied on the Lord and we trusted in God, it's like we got to the end of the month and it's like, how did we even 
you know, it didn't, it didn't add up. Well, that's the supernatural coming into our natural. Amen. Um, you know, when, when, when the centurion came to Jesus, um, to heal his son, and, and he said, don't doubt, only believe, he said, Lord, help my unbelief, right? Help my unbelief. We didn't, we don't have any, we don't have, sometimes we don't have, uh, the faith to carry us through, but God's faith comes in and carries us through. Amen? Because I guarantee you, there were some months where we probably weren't living supernaturally. <laughs> we were probably doubting and anxiety, and we were anxious and different things, and we still got to the end of the month and thinking, well, look what the Lord has done. Amen? So He brings us into this place of prosperity. He brings us into this place of supply instead of of need, instead of of want. Let's go to Genesis 2.25. Remember, Adam and Eve... They, uh, they were created, and they were clothed with the glory of God. Amen. And in verse 25, chapter 2, it says, They were both naked, the man and his wife, and they were not ashamed. Okay. So, they were not ashamed. At this point, sin had not entered the world. There was no disobedience. Disobedience wasn't a thing. Right? All Adam and Eve knew was trusting God. That's the only thing they knew. God, when God spoke, they believed him. They trusted him. They knew what he was saying was right. In the natural, they were both naked, but they weren't living in the natural. They were living in the supernatural. They didn't see things with their natural eyes as we would maybe see things with ours. They were seeing with their supernatural eyes. They were seeing the provision, the covering that God had given them. They weren't living... In the natural, they were both naked, but they weren't living in the natural. They were living in the supernatural presence of the Lord. Therefore, they didn't focus on the nakedness but again, the covering that God provided them. So let's jump ahead to uh, Genesis 3, verse 7. The Bible says, Then the eyes of both of them, so they ate the, the fruit of the tree, then the eyes of both of them were open, the natural eyes, they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. And then in verse 10 he says, So he said, I heard your voice in the garden, God's looking for him, and he says, I heard your voice in the garden, I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. <clears throat> When they stopped trusting the Lord's word and they started trusting the devil's word, right? Because the devil said, um, not only is it good to eat, but it's going to make you uh, knowledgeable about both good and evil. It's going to make you like God. And they said, oh, I want that. And they ate of the fruit. They quit trusting in the Lord and they tried to lean on their own understanding of what Satan was trying to tell them, what the serpent was trying to tell them. They started living in the natural, Right? Now, it's true that we do have to live in this, in, in this world. Physically, we have to live in the world. But we don't have to go by all the rules of the natural world. There's rules in both. Okay? There's, there's laws of gravity in the natural. There's laws of, of um, you know, the, the speed of light and, um, and uh, heat and anything you can think of. There's a law. There's a natural law for it. And... Uh, and the same way there's laws in the natural, there's also laws in the spiritual. Okay? And the laws of the spiritual are a little more loose. You can do a little bit more in the spiritual, right? No, you can do a lot more in the spiritual. God has equipped us into, to do a lot more in the spiritual realm, in the supernatural realm. And so the, the supernatural can actually come and invade your natural realm. Okay? That's why when... If you, if you aren't feeling well, 
and you get prayer and you're miraculously healed, that's the supernatural invading the natural. That's the supernatural rules superseding the natural laws. Okay? Remember, the supernatural is greater. It's above the natural. So any rules in the supernatural are going to supersede uh, the natural rules if we use them, if we trust in the Lord to provide those things for us. So while we live in the natural, we don't have, a, have to live according to all the natural rules. I mean, some, like, like yeah, I mean, you know, every once in a while, I've got to go to the bathroom. That's just a natural thing. And we all do, right? I have to eat. That's a natural thing. I have to sleep. That's natural. But there are certain things that he will sustain us if we need the, to be sustained. Okay? If I'm, if I'm really tired and I have low energy, yeah, in the natural I do, and I probably do need to sleep, but if I need to stay awake for a certain for whatever reason, I can call on the supernatural to come in and to energize me. I can call on the Lord and I can say, Lord, you say that um, I mount up on wings like eagles. That I can run and not grow weary. I can walk and not faint. And that supersedes anything that I'm feeling. Right? Anything that's going on in the natural, it supersedes it. Okay? Now, I'm not saying that I can just stay awake 24-7. No, I, I do need to sleep, but when we need... Uh, something. So, if some, if you have a test, say you know, some college students here, if you're go, if you're, if you're doing a test or a paper, and um, you just feels like you don't have any time to sleep, God's going to sustain you to get that done. Amen. Amen. But we need to call on Him. We need to call on Him to do it. Am I making sense? If we're in a situation where the world tells us we should be anxious, the supernatural will tell you that you can have peace in that situation. Yeah, but it's really, really bad. Well, the supernatural still trumps the natural rules. Amen? The supernatural, God still trumps. His agenda is, is more um, real and important than the natural agenda, than the natural things. Right? But we must be the ones to enforce the rules. And the thing about, you know, if you're playing any sport, whatever that sport is, those are the rules you have to follow. You have to follow the rules that you play by. Okay? You can only live according to the realm that you set your mind on. So if, if I'm living in the natural, but my, but, my, but my mind is set on supernatural things, then I'm playing by the supernatural rules, then those are the ones I want to follow. Those are the ones that are going to show up in my life. Supernatural rules trump natural rules. Let's go to Romans 8.5. And you know, another thing is, you know, that's why it's important to read the Word of God, because we need to find out what the rules are. What are the supernatural rules? What does the Bible say about my circumstance? What does the Bible say about um, of trusting in the Lord? And what can I trust Him for? We can trust Him for everything, right? We can trust Him for anything. The Holy Spirit is going to show up in our life. Romans 8, 5 says, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. So if we set our mind on the natural, we can expect to live by the rules of the natural. If, we, if a sickness comes our way and we say, oh, that's just, you know, Rogers had a testimony about, oh, every year he'd get this cold. You know, every year, and, and he just kept on telling himself that. Well, what was when we do that, we live by the rules of the natural. We, we tell ourselves that this is as good as it's going to get. That nothing can break this cycle, right? Or if we say, well, um, my parents are poor and their parents are poor, so I'm just going to be poor probably, I guess. Well, what are we doing? We're not. We're living by the rules of the natural. And a lot of times, the reason we do that and others do that is they don't know what 
the supernatural is. They don't know that they have authority and power given to them by God to change their natural state, right? If we set our mind on things of the Holy Spirit, we're going to live by the rules of the supernatural. Okay, and I, spiritual and supernatural, I'm using kind of interchangeably here. Okay, when I say supernatural, I'm not talking about weird things. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit and God, right? I'm talking about what He can do for us. Okay, amen. Again, this is why knowing and understanding the Word of God is important. So we can bring the super into our natural. The world tells us to hate, to be anxious, take what you need, go ahead, to get ahead no matter at what cost. But if we keep our mind on Jesus and the things of the Spirit, we're going to enjoy peace. We're going to enjoy gentleness. We're going to enjoy joy. We're going to enjoy self-control. Amen. Now that's one thing for for and a lot of us we have we have parents and grandparents maybe that that had a trait or an attribute that wasn't the greatest. You know, maybe it's a, an anger problem or a temper. Uh, maybe it was bad with finances. Maybe um, it was uh, it was a genetic disease or disorder. Okay. Um, but when we when we live in the spirit, okay, we can break off those things. Okay. Um, you know, my parents, and I've said this before, my parents, um, you know, my grandparents were, have been married. My, my grand, grandpa, Mozina, um, just died last year. But they were married 66 years. And my, uh, my dad's grandparents, or my dad's parents were married, had been married for 63, 62, 63 years. So, you know, they, you know, great history. Well, my mom and dad got divorced. And while it might be easy for the devil, and, you know, my, my sister's been divorced, okay? Um, love you guys if you're watching. Um, I can choose to say, well, eh, maybe it'll happen to me because it, it happened, maybe it's a generational thing now. Or I can say, no, um, I'm going to stop that, and my wife and I, we're going to stay together, okay? And I'm not, I'm not bashing anybody that's been divorced or anything like that. I'm just saying that there's a point where we can say, no, I'm not going to live in the natural. I'm not going to live even according to what my genetics are. I'm not going to live according to what's been on my family line. The other thing in, in my family is, is um, addictions. You know, um, uncles and, and uh, grandparents and cousins and everything, addictions. That's been a, that's, that's been a huge stronghold. And even my, my grandparents, um, before they became saved, alcoholism, drugs, different things like that. I don't have to live that way. I don't have to. I don't have to be held by what somebody would say a genetic thing or a genetic disorder, right? No, I can overcome that because I have the one who overcame the world living on the inside of me. Okay, so we have the one who who overcame the world living on the inside of us. We'll experience if we do that. If we set our mind on Jesus and the things of the Spirit. We're going to experience Galatians 5, 22 and 23. We're going to experience love in our life. We're going to experience joy. Amen. Self-control. The fruits of the Spirit. Ryan's so funny, you know, so uh, it's, it's, it's cool how kids, you know, get something in their mind, you know. So he, he loves the fruits of the Spirit, but he, he does not like, he loves fruit, he does not like vegetables. And so the things that are opposite of these, he calls the vegetables of the Spirit. So he doesn't like vegetables. But the fruits of the Spirit, amen? We have the fruits of the Spirit in our life. When we keep our mind on those things, we keep our mind on Jesus, 
those are going to be evident in our life. The Bible says in, uh, in Philippians that we want to think on things that are noble, think on things that are pure, think on things that are good reports, things that are praiseworthy. Amen. Anything that's good and praiseworthy, we want to meditate on those things. What does that do? It unlocks the supernatural in our life. When we think of what Jesus did for us, when we think of, of um, all the blessings that we have and, and the positive things in our life, it unlocks the supernatural. And it all starts with intentionally putting the Holy, Holy Spirit over our flesh, over our doubts, over uh, the, the negative thoughts the devil tries to put in our mind. Because not every thought that you have is your thought. Sometimes the devil, his, his demons will try to plant a thought in your mind that's not your thought. And then when you think it, you're like, oh, I'm such a terrible person. No, but it's the devil sometimes who puts that thought. And, and I've always said the only way that we, can, um, that we can get a thought out of our mind is by speaking to the thought. You know, because sometimes, you know, you can try to think, I'm going to think on this, I'm going to think. But sometimes that thought just kind of lingers. If you speak to it, though, you say, no, I, get out of my head in Jesus' name. I rebuke you, thought. Casting down all arguments that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. That thought's going to leave. Amen? So we want to continually be able to do those things. Hallelujah. Pastor Dave talked this morning about spending time with the Lord every day. You might say, well, I'm too tired. Yes, in the natural, you might be very tired, but... If the Lord's pulling on your heart to spend time with him at that time, again, the supernatural is going to trump the natural. Right? Isaiah 40, 31 says, But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and shall walk and not faint. There's been times where I've been driving, you know, when I drove for Dactronics, I'd have to drive 8, 10 hours, you know, somewhere, and, uh, and, not all the time in one day, but sometimes, you know, try to get as much, as far as I can. And and I remember just my eyes getting heavy, you know, on those trucks and and uh, and just having to stay awake. Just got to get to the hotel. Just got to get it's an hour away. Just got to get there. And I just start praying in the spirit, praying in the spirit, trying to, you know, trying to again without really knowing it, trying to bring my super, the supernatural into my natural, trying to just say. I know I'm tired, but God, I know you can sustain me. I know you can get me to where I need to go. Amen? Remember, Satan does not want you to live in the supernatural. You know why he doesn't want you to live there? Because he has no power in the supernatural over your life. That's, you know, he, he wants to fight in the natural. He wants to put sickness and disease on you because he knows that if you know what you have in the supernatural with God, he can't win in your life. Any victory, any battle that, that, you, that is warred against you, he has no victory in the supernatural. Okay? The Bible says he's the God of this world, but that doesn't mean that he should be in charge of the realm that you live in and that you think in. When we think in the supernatural realm, he has no victory, he has no power over your life in the supernatural realm. And yet, it, it is true that there are sicknesses, there are diseases, and we do live in a fallen world. Of course we do, but Satan can dictate where you, um, Satan can't dictate where you set your mind on. Where are you living? Are you living in the natural? Are you living where there's sickness and disease and and uh, poverty and different things? Or are you living in the supernatural? Are we living either in the flesh or are we living in the things of the spirit? Again, he has no authority over you in the spiritual realm. 
And when we bring our supernatural into our natural and change the rules on him, he has no authority over your situation in the natural either. Amen. So when we we're in the natural, we have you maybe you have uh, the the flu's going around, and we call on the Lord to Lord, we thank you. I thank you for your strength, Lord. That sickness isn't going to come near me. By your stripes I'm healed. And the devil can't do anything to you in the natural either. Amen. Living in the supernatural, living in the spirit. The amount of authority he has in our lives depends on one thing: how much authority are you going to give him? Right. We have control over that. We have control over how much authority is the devil going to have in my life. Am I going to let him walk all over me? Am I going to let him tell me lies, things that, that, um, that go contrary to the word of God? Or am I going to stand up and say, no, the Bible says this. The Bible says that by his stripes I'm healed. The Bible says um, I'm rich and not poor. The Bible says that he supplies all of my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. The Bible says I'm more than a conqueror. The Bible says I have the mind of Christ. Amen. The Bible says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Those are the those are the truths that we want to hang on to. Amen. Those are the truths that um, supersede the natural truths, <laughs> right? Living in the living in the supernatural. Like I said, how much are we going to give them? Because they're going to take what they can get. <laughs> if you give the devil an inch, he's going to take a mile, right? 1 Peter 5.8 says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And this is true. However, we don't want to fight him on his terms, but on our terms. I mean, he's seeking. You know, notice that he says he walks about like a roaring lion. Well, we walk in the natural. Okay, His venue is the natural. He wants to attack you in the natural. He wants to attack your health. He wants to attack your family. He wants to attack your faith. But are we going to fight him on his, on his terms or are we going to fight him on our terms or on God's terms? The rules of the supernatural says that he's under our feet. Amen? Isn't that good news? He is under our feet. And we always have the choice to put him in his place because he's already defeated. So let's go to Ephesians 1, 19. I think most of us know this, but it's always good to uh, refresh and... Uh, and really see what God has for us. It says, What is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principalities and power and might and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. So we see here <clears throat> that this power that he worked in Christ um, it made Jesus far above all principality and power, might and dominion, every name that is named, not only in this age and that which is to come. We go to verse 22. And it says, And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who, fill, who fills all in all. And I, you know, I think you know, there's sometimes where there's maybe like a comma you can put, um, I like to say it like this, and gave, comma, and then him to be head over, comma, all things to the church. He gave all things to the church because he is the head over us, right? He's, he is the head, we are the body, okay? I've, this is one of those scriptures that I've just, I can't, I haven't been able to grasp it, like, just with my mind, like, because um, it just doesn't seem to 
word right, word, word correctly. But he gave all things to us. He is the head over us, but he gave all things to us, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. So all this power, all of this authority, all of this dominion, the, the fact that um, he's, everything's under his feet, this power, this exceeding greatness of his power towards us, this mighty power. I love all the times I say power in, these, in the scripture. The exceeding greatness of his power. The mighty power he worked in Christ when he raised from the, from the dead. Far above all principality and other power. Amen? Far above. And I love that too. Yeah, he's under our feet, but it's not just like he's like right there. Like we're far above the devil. I mean, he, we are far above. Amen? He doesn't, have, he doesn't hold anything to us because we have the power of Jesus, he doesn't hold a candle to us. That's, that's what I was looking for. Um, we have the power and the authority given to us by Jesus. Here's another example of bringing the supernatural into your natural. Go to Romans 4:17. <clears throat> As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him who believed. God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did who contrary to hope and hope believed, so that he became the father of many nations, according to what was spoken, so, your, so shall your descendants be. So again, we can call out the supernatural in our life. God gave life to the dead. And remember, um, uh, Abraham was, was dead, you know, Sarah's womb was dead. Abraham was, it says, effectively dead, right? Basically, he was past, they were past the age, way past the age of, of childbearing. It says, God gave life to the dead, and God calls things which don't exist as though they did. You know, the, the scripture, Hebrews 11, um, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So again, that's why, that's why God can call things that don't exist in the natural as though they did, and it happens, right? So in our life, there might be something in your life that, um, you know, I'll just use, again, prosperity or, or, or financial stability. It's just like, ah, that doesn't exist for me. <laughs> you know, I can't, I'm bad with money, maybe. Whatever. That doesn't exist. Well, call something that doesn't exist as though it does. Right? Speak. Doug always, always has declarations that are so good for us to remember and to speak over ourselves. Speak declarations over yourselves that align with the Word of God. Speak declarations over yourself that is going to elevate you to the supernatural rather than just live in the natural. Amen? So we can call out the supernatural in our life. And the key to this is, uh, to all this is found in verse 18. And just paraphrasing, it says, well, so who contrary to hope and hope believed that he became your father in many nations according to what was spoken. Basically, it's saying he believed according to what was spoken by God. What word did he believe? He believed according to what was spoken by God. And that's the only way we can do that is to know what God says about our situation. The only way we can, we can believe what God said about our situation is to know what God said about our situation, right? And so that's why here at the church, we really encu- we encourage reading your Bible every day. We encourage being in the Spirit and, and, and uh, praying, and we encourage speaking in tongues. Why? It, it, all of it gets us closer to, that super, to unlocking things in our life that we can use supernatural things to, uh, to dictate our natural state. Right, so if if you just have a revelation, you know, there's, there's people that have like gifts of healings, you know, and and they just they lay they lay their hand on somebody, you know, and deaf ears open, and it's like that's they have a ministry of that. 
Well, what they have a revelation of that healing. They have a revelation of that power. Amen. And we don't have. A, we're not going to have a revelation of everything, right? But that's why we continue to learn. Every day that we live, we can be more successful than the day before, just because of the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The more time we spend with the Lord, the clearer the supernatural rules become in our life. So if we spend time with God, we're going to be able to call on things that do not exist as though they did. Okay? It's, it's amazing how many times that um, I've needed something and I just, Lord, um, Lord, I just thank you for, I thank you for it. Um, and I just believe in your word and I, I believe that's true. And, and something happens. I know uh, when I was in college, um, I, I lost my wallet. I couldn't find it uh, for, I don't know, I couldn't, probably just a day. Because it's, it's hard to go without your wallet and your, your thing. Um, and I, I, I looked everywhere in my apartment. I looked in the, in the seat cushion, in the lazy boy cushions, the couch cushions, in my room, and everything. And, um, and, I, and I was just, I didn't know what to do. And so, I heard this voice, and he said, just read the word. And I said, okay. So I grabbed my Bible, and I sat down in the chair, and I opened up the book, and and I I just had a thought, like, reach back down into the chair. And I reached down, and there's my wallet sitting in the chair. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, maybe it had been there the whole time, or maybe the Lord placed it there. I don't know. But is, is, um, is anything too hard for God? I'd like to believe that he placed it there. Wow. That's just... Those things can happen in our life. Amen. Or just like Pastor Dave, you know, he went, um, when he went to, uh, to India, and, he, and he, um, he was praying for a bunch of people, and the interpreter comes with, speaks perfect English, and just knew everybody what they were saying. That seems like a supernatural event. Amen. Pull the supernatural into your natural. Hallelujah. We want to elevate the spirit over the flesh, which means we want to give. Uh, we want to be more sensitive to the supernatural than even to the natural. And again, it gives us the advantage, right? When we live in the supernatural, it gains us the advantage over the enemy because that's how where God operates. That's where it happens first, right? In the spirit, it ha- happens in the spirit, and it comes into the into the natural for us. Okay, healing happens in the spirit, and then it comes into the natural for us. Every time we spend time with Jesus, the Spirit's elevated. It's not necessarily about how long you can spend time with the Lord in one sitting, but the quality of time spent throughout the day. So if you're, if you're driving in your car and you're listening to worship music or you're praying, that's time spent with God. Um, you know, whether it's you're, you're, you know, in, in the morning you're sitting there reading the Bible with your coffee or whatever it is, spending time with God. If you know, if you're just, even at work and just under your breath, you're praying to the Spirit, you're spending time with God. There's a book called Practicing the Presence of God by Brother Lawrence. Um, he's, a, he's a 17th century Catholic friar. And, but he had this book, and I, I read it, I read it dozens of times, Practicing the Presence of God. And basically it was just about trying to spend time with God all the time. And you can do, whatever you're doing, you can spend time with God while you're doing it. So even just picking up you know, if you're picking up trash, you know, you can, you can do it unto the Lord, right? Spending time with the Lord. You know, I, I clean the church every week. Um, and usually I'll have my headphones in listening to the Bible or listening to 
a sermon or something. What am I doing? Well, I'm doing something that I need to do, but I'm I'm spending time with God. You know, I just you want to, we want to be filled up. We want to be ready to bring the supernatural into our natural at any time. Amen. So spending time with God is going to elevate the supernatural in your life. And that's what he wants for us. That's what God wants for us. Amen. He doesn't just want us to live just a regular life and just kind of go about it and be like, oh, I'll have uh, you know, 60 to 100 years or whatever it is. I'm just going to live. No, he wants you to live above your circumstances. He wants you to live above um, even even your job. He wants you to live above and beyond um, anything, anything that you could even imagine yourself doing. Okay, and the only way we can do that is when we read the Word. We can we can operate in that supernatural. Amen. We can operate in a realm that the devil has no you know doesn't hold a candle to. Amen. Praise the Lord. Did you get something out of this tonight? I hope so. Amen. Father, we just thank you for tonight. We thank you that um, without you, and none of this is possible, without you, Jesus, coming down, dying on the cross, rising from the dead, giving us the victory, hallelujah, disarming, disarming the principalities and powers, uh, making a public spectacle of them, without all of that, we wouldn't be able to do this. We wouldn't be able to live in the super, supernatural realm and so, Lord, we just thank you that even, even tonight, even, even when we leave here, starting now, Lord, we can operate more in the supernatural. As we read your word, as we spend time with you, that you give us keys to unlock um, different things in our life, different revelations, Lord, of what we can actually do with the power that you've given us. Lord, I just declare a blessing on everybody here. I declare, again, peace in Jesus' name. I just, in the spirit, I just feel like somebody has a lot of anxiety going on in their life. Um, and so I just, whoever that is, I just declare peace to you. Hallelujah. I just declare peace. I thank you, though, that you've made us whole. Or that we don't have to, we don't have to worry about um, things in life, natural things in life, Lord, but we can call the supernatural into our natural. And so we give you all the praise and glory. Lord, I pray for a great week um, that you give us opportunities to be a witness. You have given us opportunities to be light, and we can take advantage of those opportunities, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylife at brookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., also Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.